Welcome to Flicks, my name is Daniel Swan, this is episode 115 in which myself and my lovely wife Tiffany B discuss Green Book, a film about race relations in the early 60s directed by Peter Farrelly. That's right, it's an Oscar nominated film about race by the man who, in me, myself and Irene made a joke about black children's dicks being as big as hot dogs. Why is 2019? Couples are a staple of cinema and of storytelling in general. You take one person and then you find one other person, but the second person has tastes and personality traits that are very separate from that first person. You put them together and you watch them clash. Riggs and Murtar, Agent J and Agent K, Turner and Hooch, Woody and Buzz, Constable Nicholas Arsewipe and Constable Fanny Batterbomb. It works because it creates drama, the centre of any story worth telling. It also tends to say something very pleasing about humanity, because even when we're put together with someone who, superficially, we dislike a great deal, by sharing experiences with them, chances are we'll start to find things we like. It's nice. And where do we need to find niceness at the moment as much as we ever have before? In race. We need to see people getting along with other people who are a different shade of brown. So it is with Green Book, Peter Farrelly's first foray into serious films and solo films, formerly being one half of the Farrelly brothers who brought the world There's Something About Mary, Me, Myself and Irene and Dumb and Dumber, with The Green Book, a story based on a real-life situation in which a prodigiously talented, highly educated, slightly pampered black pianist gets driven around a tour of the Deep South in 1962, no problems there, by a violent, prodigiously appetited, shyster Italian bouncer. They're the original odd couple. Named after the book that was written at the time to let black travellers know which hotels and restaurants they could safely visit, the film has been nominated for five Academy Awards, including Best Picture, which meant we just had to watch it. But is it good enough to book itself a place among Best Picture winners of the past? Or is it a wonder the film was ever green-lit? To help me answer is the erudite genius to my champion hot dog eater, Tiffany B. Tiffany B? What did you think of this film in a story, in a spoiler-free context? In a story-free context. No, please feel free to tell as many stories as you wish. Oh, thanks. But tell no spoilers within those stories. Gosh. Do you see what I mean? I mean, you've kind of done a lot of spoilers there. Have I? Yeah. In what way? You've told everyone what happens. I mean, like, the nothing you couldn't get from the trailer. Gosh. Gosh. Um, what did I think of this film? I loved this oh, film. Oh, loved it, did you? <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought it was fantastic. Wow. I really enjoyed it. Wonderful. Yeah, I feel like it was... What did you like about it? It was, um, I think, like you say, about it being positive, you know, affirming. 
I think that that was really nice to see, um, you know, especially in in Oscars season mm-hmm. when things can be a bit like, oh, the yeah. world is the worst and all these terrible things have happened. And, yeah. and obviously this does also cover some terrible things. Yep. Um, but it has, it has so much heart, I think, this film. Yeah. Um, and it has just wonderful uh, performances by the two leads. Absolutely. So, yeah, it's um, which you know gives it its heart. I think. Yeah. But it's just nice to have a nice story. Mm. You know, I know, know there have been criticisms about how real is this, but mm. I don't really care. <laughs> no. Like, yeah. it's based on a true story. It's probably not true. I get that, but. There's something nice about hearing a nice story. Yeah. And hoping that that can be true. Yeah. And hoping that, or just, you know, feeling warm. Mm. Like maybe sometimes things can work out. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe sometimes people are nice to each other. Maybe Mm. sometimes people change. Yeah. And, um, yeah, felt like it was the story that I needed in, um, in Oscar season Mm. to, to just pack me up a little bit. Just say, hey, Tiff. Yeah. It's going to be all right, isn't it, mate? Yeah, like a nice warm cup of tea. (laughs) Oh, like a nice warm cup of tea. Just feel like, oh, I'm in good hands here. (laughs) I'm going to feel good at the end. Like, this is just wonderful. Yeah. So, I thought it was all right. (laughs) 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 What did you think, Daniel? What did I think? I agree with you wow i yeah i thought it was really good i thought yeah it was a film that for me was very aware of the power of combining funny things and serious things yeah and i think there's a lot of films that are afraid of that yeah they worry that if you tell a joke if you if you go for a comedic beat in a film that's about something serious, that it somehow undercuts the seriousness of the serious thing. Yeah. And I think that is absolutely not the case. And I think this film is 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 a fantastic example of the two things enriching each other. Yeah. As opposed to diminishing each other. Um you you laugh with these characters, or you laugh at these characters as well. Yeah. And that can't can't fail to create a bond. Mm. You 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 care about these characters. You care about anybody that can make you laugh. Yeah. I think. And so when serious things happen to them, I think you feel them much more keenly. Yeah. I just think it it was it was done really well, really nicely. If I can pivot into my MVP, please. Uh, my MVP is Peter Farrelly. Oh, okay. The director, because he also uh, had a hand in writing the script. Yeah. And so I feel like he's kind of dictated the the, the tone of this film, which, uh, as I said, I think is, is very, very strong. But he's also deals with these kind of very serious issues, and they are very serious issues, yeah. with such a kind of lightness of touch. Yeah. And I think, like you say, in terms of Oscar season, so many of these films just really almost revel in their yeah. seriousness. Revel in, oh my God, this is the depths of human experience. And, yeah. oh, isn't the 
aren't the bad things in this world just the worst oh i'm feeling so much right now but this obviously had some some pretty pretty tough things in it but it didn't dwell on them and it in it and it dealt with them i think with a almost with a respect for the audience yeah saying you know how awful this is so we don't need to like hammer home yeah so much how terrible it all is well i disagree in a sense because I do think it hammers home how terrible it is, but I do think it does it subtly. Yeah. So I think I agree with you. I'm just maybe just a nuance or something. But yeah, I think um, it's just not as explicit. And sometimes, and I think that you're right that then that is shows a very kind of uh, able director or writer. Mm. To be like, we don't have to have a whole scene yeah. that is like this horrific thing that happens that we're yeah. going to make you watch because it happens and you should know yeah. it. But rather it shows the human imp- impact yeah. of the characters. And like you say, because you already like those characters, you care mm. about the issues that they care about. Um, so I think it, it does, To I found personally that it did, it did share with me how bad things were or yeah. how important things were, but it didn't do it in a really heavy-handed way yeah. like a lot of films do. Yeah. Um, which is maybe what you were saying as well. I think kind of. But yeah. yeah, maybe I was explaining it badly. But yeah, I think that, I think it's almost a, a kind of a, a confidence. Yeah. Of like, you're going to understand yeah. how what I need you to understand without me dwelling on it too much. Yeah. Well, and with, like I say, with me showing the impact of it on my characters or whatever. Yeah. 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 That's, that's, I know what I need to show you. Yeah. To communicate what I need to communicate. Yeah. And I, I'm not gonna, you know, over egg it. Yeah. Who was your MVP? Tiffany B? Mine was MA, as I put on my, uh, my notes. Is it your boy? Mahershala. Your boy. I just think he's fantastic. I mean, he's our boy, isn't he? We yeah. both love him. He just, he's just so good at becoming different characters. Yeah. And I know that sounds stupid because that's obviously his job. But I just think he, he, he is, you know, there's certain actors and actresses that you're like, no, but they are those people. Yeah. They become those people. They're not acting like those people, whoever the character is. They just are that person. Um, And I just feel like he does that just so well. You just believe him 100%. Yeah. Um, And he's subtle, which I love. And he's, you know, he's such a confident actor, I think. Mm. He's very... You know, slow and measured and, like, mm. he... You just feel like you are in good hands whenever yeah. I see him. I'm like, right, this will be good then. Yeah. Um, And I just think... I just think he's... He has played so many different characters, diverse characters, different yeah. types of characters. And this one felt very different to anything I've seen him do before. Yeah. Um, And he just became him. And just, I fully believed that that was who he was yeah 
and that he just did it so well. Mm. And the growth of that character and the struggles and all of those things came through just so well. And I think, like I said, I think both actors were very, very good. Yeah. But I think he just kind of edged it. Mahersh. Yeah. I just think he's so good. He's great, isn't he? Yeah. Just, just brilliant. Like, he's one of those ones that you kind of like... What else can we throw at him? Yeah. You know, try this then. Go on, try this, <laughs> why don't you? You're a French homeless man. <laughs> what have you got See, for me, man? And then it was like Oscar winning performance. <laughs> um, yeah, it just seems like he he can't do any wrong in what I've seen him so far. Yeah, it's interesting uh, you saying that he's a very confident actor. Um, I read an interview with, with the pair of them actually talking about this film. And he was talking about uh, how much it scared him. Oh, really? Uh, and he talked about how much that's a, a motivating factor for him in terms of the roles that he chooses of only trying to pick things that scare him. Like a bit daunting. Yeah, yeah, that are kind of outside his comfort zone. Well, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, he obviously deals with that very well. Yeah, maybe that is style, yeah. under pressure kind of thing. Although I did think this is all very, you know, he was talking about it all very kind of, you know, this is how I choose the the roles that I take and it's all going to be very scary and then I, I saw him in the trailer for that Alita Battle Angel film I was like what was motivating you for that one Mahershala what's what what deep nuance to this we character need to break though come on yes I think sometimes you know, like they paid me a lot of money for this. and you do this <coughs> and you do you know you need to break yeah just too let much, me sit in my trailer for much, a bit you know yeah well he was in Spider-Man as well wasn't he he was. He's the uncle, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, he was the uncle, yeah. Um, Bringing that trademark Mahershala-ness. Yeah, also through, very good in that. his voice. Yeah. Just through his voice. Very good. Notable we're, character. We're a Mahershala household, aren't we? Seems like we're it, We're a Mahershala it? household. Seems like it. <laughs> um, uh, do you have anything else to say? I think that I've said all that I can. <laughs> Oh god, the spoiler field section is going to be great then. Um, so that was our spoiler-free review of Green Book, um, if you're going to uh, rush out and go and see it, it's been out for a while in the US, I think it's only opening in the UK this weekend, so we can cannot recommend it highly enough, go and see it, uh, and then come back and listen to the rest of this. If you have already watched Green Book, um, and you're itching to listen to the spoiler-filled section, uh, you have but a jingle's worth of time uh, to wait, um, so let's have that jingle right now we're just about to spoil this film so i'm telling you it won't be groovy if you listen any further without watching the movie it's spoilers what a jingle that was as always just powerful blows me away layered nuanced if you haven't seen green book go away uh, don't listen to this because we're going to be uh, delving neck deep into spoilers um, of the whole thing, going through the, the swamp of spoilers um, and delving into the nitty and indeed the gritty using our patented 5.6 outcome rating system to ascertain the true worth of this film. Tiffany B. Hello. Give us a point, will you? Gives a point where I need some companionship in my old age, my later years. Wow. <coughs> wow. 
You've got um, an old man's cough. I know. Um, well, my first one's going to be very quick because I've kind of already talked about it. But um, Mahershala. Your boy. I just think he's wonderful, as I have discussed. And um, I think that he's particularly notable in this film. And I think that he, like I kind of touched on, I think that his acting brings a lot of the heart, a lot of the, you know, his character has the furthest to go, I think, in development. Yeah. Because he has to let himself go. Whereas Tony has to tighten himself up. And I don't know if there's something very... um, interesting and and kind of satisfactory about watching someone learn to let go a little bit yeah learn to kind of unwind let someone to accept themselves and to accept others yeah um and i think he does it very very well admirably and um i think that he carries a large part of the heart of his of the film in his hands interesting yeah interesting yeah, I mean, I think I one of my points was I was a little bit more uh, charitable, um, and I said the performances are the main two. I mean, yeah, I grouped it them really together. should be both of them. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I absolutely agree with um, Mahershala. I, th- I think it's it's a wonderful. Um, I think the film does a a great job, and again, maybe this is partly the the direction of it as well, but. Um, of his home. I think both of their homes yeah. say a lot about them. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like you say, I think there is a, a, a an argument to be made that, that Mahershala's, that Don Shirley has to travel further because then at the end of the film, when he comes back to his home and it seems so different to who he is now. Yeah. The, 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 you know, everything being very ornate and very staged and very, you know, proper and yeah, like it almost feels like he is, he's moved away from being one of these, you know, almost he is a, a, a kind of an artifact yeah. in his own home. Yeah. He's this thing to sit on a, sit yeah. on a throne and, you know, yeah. in this quiet place. And all of his edges have been softened. <laughs> Absolutely. And yeah. so now suddenly that feels a little alien. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think he he does a fantastic job. But I've yeah, I, um, I think that uh, old Vigo Vigo uh, is fantastic as well. Yeah, I think he maybe goes along with it all too quickly. I think the change from him yeah. throwing glasses away because a couple yeah. of black guys have drunk out of them to being very accepting of him. Yeah, it's maybe a little too yeah. quick. But I feel like he is one of those people, uh, kind of like I said in the, the intro of once he's had just a very small amount of time yeah, with that? him, he realises that he's, you know, nothing to be afraid of. Yeah. Um, and I think he's... The thing that Viggo Mortensen does with him, and the, the script as well to a degree, is just makes him so earnest. Yeah. And so kind of... He, he's kind of an open book. Yeah, completely. There's, there's no kind of shade to him. No. He is who he is. Yeah. Um, and I think that's... Uh, th- there's a kind of simplicity to his character that I think allows him to... 
yeah, adapt to the new situation a lot quicker than maybe um, Don Shirley does uh, by, yeah, just spending a little bit of time in his company. It's it's that, it's that, uh, what is it? Ignorance breeds the fear of racism. Yeah. Of, yeah. You know, if you never spend time with people of other races, of course there's going to be some kind of level of... Yeah. Unsurety and like, oh, who are these people? I don't, I don't understand. But then, as soon as you spend time with them, you're like, oh, they're yeah. just regular people. It's fine. Um, and I think he he showed that very nicely because when you have a character at the beginning of a film throwing glasses away because yeah. black people have drunk out of them, that's there's really a long way to go. Yeah, yeah. There's a big mountain to climb with that, and I think he the way that he performed it was, you know, yeah. Really, really good. Very, e- very easy. Surprisingly easy. Yeah. To get on board with, considering how racist he was at the start. Yeah, I do think that start that that glasses thing was too far. Yeah. I think he probably could have done without that because, like you say, it's like if you're that racist, would you even drive a black guy around? Yeah. Would you even be open to that? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I think that's too quick mm. from that kind of level of extreme yeah you know maybe if he had been just a little bit like unhappy with black guys being in his house yeah or a little bit uncomfortable a little bit unsure or something yeah you could understand well okay so he's a bit racist yeah but he needs to learn that he shouldn't be at all racist Mm. whereas if you go from fully racist yeah to you you know to not or to more open or to learning to grow it just feels a little like, would you even get in a car with a black guy? Would yeah. you, you know, if you're not happy to share glasses with them, are you happy to share other things, you know, yeah. that they share? So I, I thought maybe that was a little bit of a misstep. Oh, wow. But uh, that is not a point. That is just one that I okay. am making. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to go on to a second point, if I may. Please do. Um, and you have touched upon it. With your delicate hands. You're welcome. These hard workman's <laughs> hands, thank you very much. Uh, never worked a day in your life. <laughs> um, the tone and humour, which you, you talked a bit about at the beginning. Tone and humour. Um, yeah, I think you're right. I think that it, it helps to um, bring humour into these kind of... Well, not always, but this, this story benefits so much from the humour. Yeah. That you like, like you said, you laugh at the characters, you laugh with them, you feel like you're part of a relationship with them in some yeah. way as you're laughing. And, um, you know, and I think the film also does encourage you to laugh at the ridiculousness of some of the things mm. and the, you know, the situations. And mm. I don't know, it just feels like it, it it's humour, it just cracks through that kind of you know, everyone's tense. We're talking about race and this is serious and this is problematic and you have to have the right reaction to it and everybody, you know, it's a very tense issue because yeah. obviously there's so much history behind it that that makes people uncomfortable or makes, you know, people really unnerved about saying or doing the wrong thing. And so laughing you know the the humor that the the characters see in each other and then that you therefore see in them and what's going on 
just kind of cuts through it a little bit and allows you to like decompress a little bit mm. and be like, yes, this is a serious issue. It's a very serious issue. But sometimes you have to kind of find what's common between you, find mm. what's human, what's, who are we? And I don't know, there's something so joyful about laughing with someone Yeah, that I just thought that that, not only made me enjoy the film and feel like it was a it was there was some fun to be had there was some human connection that I could have with the characters mm. but that it showed the characters growing together as well yeah and I think laughing together is such a such an important part of a relationship building mm. and even laughing at each other yeah you don't laugh at strangers no you have to be quite comfortable with each other yeah and so i think it uses humor throughout to to show how they build their relationship mm. together and also just brings you know fun light-heartedness yeah. that you don't see in oscar films very mm. often and that i really appreciate and i yeah agree with you i don't think it i don't think it detracts from the seriousness i think it I think it just builds on it. Mm. It 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 enhances it and kind of is partnered with it. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think it was very refreshing and very enjoyable to yeah. have that that tone and feel like he, yeah, the writer like hit on the right tone and kept with it, mm. and knew how he wanted to tell the story and did it that way. Mm. Yeah, I think you I think you make a very good point when you discuss when you mention finding the humanity of the situation mm. because I think that's what humans do I feel like we do there's there's such a such a an element of gallows humor yeah in in everyday life yeah of you know it, I, I think it's it does a disservice in films when they kind of deny that because they feel like, oh my God, it's going to make it less serious. But people do that every single day. Yeah. Because you have to. Yeah. You you have to, you know, find that, that kind of happiness uh, and find that the kind of the joy in, in situations, even when things around you are going wrong, even when, you know, oh, we're a funeral, but people are cracking jokes and, you, yeah. you know... Someone's just got fired and you take them out for a drink and you make them laugh again. And it's, you know, um, I think, yeah, it, it does such a such a wonderful thing in this film to, like you say, to, to endear us to the characters and endear the characters to each other. And also to kind of create that, yeah, that, that sense of happiness whilst they're going through some really yeah. awful things. Yeah. Um, to, to yeah to have that that kind of humor going through it i think it's very important to have that lightness of touch mm. i think is very important i i think it's such a cuz I, I you know i'm i love films but i've i will freely say it and i've said it before on these podcasts that i'm quite stupid i think when it comes to films i'm not going to pick up on things but i th thought it was such a such a powerful thing to have several of the 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 gigs that he was playing be in what clearly once upon a time like plantation houses yeah, yeah. but it's not mentioned no it's just there they and there could have been a line in there oh my god i can't believe they're making me play in these blah blah blah, blah, blah. Yeah. but just to have them be that it's just such a sense of that kind of uh 
you know, that's just the reality of the situation. That these houses still exist, that the rich people who used to own slaves, even if they're, you know, slightly more progressive now, as they're still there. Yeah. The 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 kind of echoes of of what, you know, when it was even worse in yeah. this country are still there. And I thought, yeah, that's such a cool thing and such a unusual thing, I think, like you say, in, in Oscar Oscar seasony kind of films. To not mention something like that. Yeah. And I thought, well done. To you. not be so heavy handed. Yeah. yeah. To just be like, yeah, and this is where it's happening. Yeah. And we're just going to show you that. Well, and sometimes it's these things like whether or not you pick up on them consciously or not. These, you know, I love that when they're, yeah, details. Mm. And it's, I think it's a very clever filmmaker or storyteller that can, um, yeah, leave those details for you to pick up on. Mm. And, and, you know, it's that kind of thing where they... You're like, oh, I felt like that was weird, that place, or I felt like that was mm. unusual, and maybe you can't even put your finger on yeah. it, but you've subconsciously taken in those images, yeah. taken in that inference, and you know this isn't a good example because, like you say, it's quite clear yeah. or it's quite explicit. Oh, I don't know, it's there, and you mm. you consciously make the connection. But I also think it's yeah, it's good to not call it out. It's like mm. you either pick up on it or you don't, yeah. but it's there. Yeah. Anyway. Mm. So yeah, I agree. So yeah, look, I think that's that's indicative of the, yeah, the lightness of touch with which yeah. this film had. So the, was that the deftness? Your, your point? I, yeah, I kind of put that in with the 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 kind of the tone. The tone. Okay. The the kind of lightness. Yeah. Um, of what is a you know a serious story. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the interplay between drama and comedy, I think, yeah. worked really really nice yeah yeah okay so back at you babe okay then i'm just batting all of these back huh um so i think uh my next point will be the development of their friendship which is 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 an extension of the the tone um but i felt like this was pace wise quite a slow film yeah like it, it was very measured, and it, you know, the pace was kind of constant but slow. Yeah. Um, and I think that 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 was really important to giving this this story and this these people time to like breathe, and to you know build their relationship over time. And I think that I really liked the way that this film did that. I felt that it was. It did give it enough time, you know. I think it's really challenging to show how do two people grow to, you know, develop a relationship with each other in however long the film is. Yeah. Like, that's really challenging, I think. Yeah. Um, and especially if you're going to start off with someone, you know, throwing away glasses, to get all the way from yeah. there to let's be friends mm. is is a long road. Um yeah, and I felt that this film did it. I felt that it was believable. Mm. I felt that their friendship and their development was believable because I think, like you say, you have um, such an earnest character in Tony Lip who is, yeah, to your point, 100% an open book. There's yeah. no, there's no, um, what's the word, kind of, there's no frills, there's no barrier, there's no social kind yeah. of, ideas you know between him and 
his true self. Mm. It's almost like... No filter. Yeah, almost like animalistic mm. in a sense of, well, I'm not going to do things for the sake of society. I just yeah. am what I am and that's it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, very kind of earnest. And then you have someone who's so tight and so uptight and seems so closed mm. by, you know, he's a closed book mm. by comparison. Um, and together they make a green book. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah. And and I think it's very challenging to show, you know, one opening up and one kind of leaning over and them growing together. Mm. I think it does it hu- through humour, mm-hmm. like we discussed, but I also think it does it through time. Yeah. And kind of measured, it lets a lot of the scenes breathe. Mm. There's little moments and there's little things. And sometimes the scene goes on a little while, but it, it, it feels like it's developed, showing you this is how they're developing. Yeah. Like that scene with um, where Tony like steals a rock from the side yeah. of the road thing. That scene is actually quite long, I think. Yeah. Um, but it shows a lot of, you know, like um, Don Shirley's kind of like put it back. But there becomes like humour in it a little bit. Yeah. There's a little bit of a kind of, they start, you start to see those cracks in yeah. this really kind of mundane exchange. Yeah. Becomes like a, a display of their growing friendships. Yeah. You don't have to have the big moments yeah. all the time. You can, you can show it in small moments. Mm. Um, and so I think, yeah, the friendship and the development of their friendship I really like. Yeah. Yeah, I will I will kind of piggyback onto that uh by just talking about the script and I think the script was really nicely done which obviously yeah kind of works in with the with the relationship because that is I mean that's the film. Yeah. Um and I think it tells a very um it tells an obvious story, I think. Not an obvious story in terms of, well, you know, everybody was <laughs> making friends with, you know, somebody of a different race back in the 60s. That was just what people did. <laughs> but just once you once you have that set once up... Once you get into it, yeah. You know where it's going. Yeah. Um, and so I think it, it would have been very easy for it to be a, oh, yeah, I know where it's going. I, okay, yeah, I get it. I get it, yeah. But I think that it just peppered the script with enough little nice moments mm. that you weren't necessarily expecting along that journey. Yeah. Um, that it really kept it interesting. And I think The Rock is a really interesting kind of focal point of that. Yeah. Because, you, like you say, you have this big scene that's a real kind of line of division. Yeah. Like, Tony Lip thinks this is okay... Don Shirley does not think this is okay. Yeah. And there's that clash. Yeah. And in any other circumstance, it would be agree to disagree. Yeah. I'm annoyed with you. You're annoyed with me. Here we go. But then you get the the, the power dynamic of, well, he's his boss. Yeah. And he has to kind of acquiesce to it, which is, you know, tough Doesn't for him to do for because him. he's yeah. kind of racist and... So that's a re- just such a nice, interesting scene. And then later on, calling back to it of like, well, he didn't take it back, yeah. actually. But also he knew that he didn't take but it back. But then he knew that he didn't take it back. Yeah. But the, the fact that going on, that that rock then becomes almost a symbol of their relationship. Yeah, yeah. Of, 
you know, that they're, they're pushing each other and they're trying each other, but they kind of respect each other. Yeah. That he respects him enough to kind of keep it hidden. Yeah. But then he, you know... Yeah, respects him enough to be like, okay, I'm going to leave it now. And at the very end, in this kind of in this kind of museum of yeah. a home above Carnegie Hall with these ridiculous thrones and all this kind of stuff, then there's that little bit of Tony Lip. Yeah. And he... So it, it, it gives you that shorthand of like, oh, he gave it to him. Yeah. He gave it to him because he wanted him to have a yeah. memento of it. Yeah. And so I think there's li- yeah little bits like that that I, I can't think of any others, annoyingly, but I feel like there were a few little bits that were, yeah. that were like callbacks and foreshadowings yeah. in the script. And I just, yeah, I just think they're great. Yeah. That's really enjoyable. Yeah. I also had the, the script. I know I'd pulled out the friendship as the one point, but because I felt like that was really special. But, um, yeah, I also just thought the script, um, you know, it was dealing with a lot. Yeah. There's a lot going on. If you think back to what they dealt with on this road trip, um, I think, uh, yeah, I think it did a really good job of moving through those things and mm. and showing the growth of them individually and as friends. Um but it also, yeah, there was so much else going on. Yeah. You know, all the kind of the racist people in terms of the straight laced racist people who were like, wonderful, come in, but you can't use our toilet or yeah. you can't eat with us or whatever. And then the others who were like, you know, just hillbilly type. Yeah, yeah. Who I respect more in some yeah. senses because it's like, at least you're being an open yeah. piece of shit. But, um, yeah, and so you're dealing with that. All mm-hmm. these kind of these shades of racism mm-hmm. that you that he clearly experiences. Yeah, um, and that that Tony's becoming exposed to. Yeah, and so therefore thinking, you know, is this like challenging his own view or, yeah. or challenging racism in general? Um, and so I think that it it does that really well. And then there's you know the scenes of them going out to eat together and him doing the writing to his wife mm-hmm. and showing how his relationship with Don Shirley is like helping him to develop his, if you know, it, at a very basic level, his writing skills, Yeah, you know? Um, and I know it's like you say, it's that obvious thing of they've both got things to learn from each other. Yeah. And if only they could both just give an inch, you know, to each mm. other, then they'd really learn and they do. And you know, they do and you love it when they do. But, yeah, you still have to give credit to a script that does something that you know it's going to do, but does it in a way that you find thoroughly enjoyable. Yeah. You know, like you don't always, it doesn't always have to be a surprise. Yeah. But if it's, if it's well written, mm. um, you can still enjoy it, even if you know where it's going. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think this did it. Yeah, I agree with your points mm. very well. Yeah, I think it was a very well-written script. Mm. And I'm going to take something that you said there. Oh. And sp- I feel like this is... You're going to kill it. I feel like this is an exercise in how, it, in some ways, it's harder to talk about films that you really like. Yeah, it is. Than films that you didn't like. Because I feel like so many of the, so many of the points that we're making are kind just really kind of dovetailing. <laughs> yeah. um, but I feel like the... Uh, there was a great use of. I really like when films use have little kind of devices to um, to explain things about characters. 
like uh, when we watched eighth grade recently. Yeah. Uh, which is a, it's the story of a you know a girl in the eighth grade, and she does these kind of vlogs. She does mm. these video things on YouTube, and it's a, a perfect way of getting this character to tell you everything about herself yeah. without telling you everything about herself. Yeah. And I think this did a very similar thing with the letters. I thought yeah. that was such a beautiful kind of device to have going all the way through to tell you, firstly, again, the earnestness of, of Tony Lip. You get so much from his character of, he's not a writer. No. He doesn't really know what to say. Yeah, but he does love his wife. But he loves his wife, so he's going to write the letters anyway. Yeah. Because he, he she Bumped asked him to write the letters, yeah. and he loves her, so he's going to write her letters, even if he's just saying, I'm sitting on a bench, I'm eating some chicken. It's, yeah. You know, it's raining a little bit, because that he knows that's important to his wife, so he wants to write them, so you get a lot from him. Yeah. And then you get so much more, I think, from Don Shirley, from A, the fact that he wants to help him in the first place is a lovely yeah. level versioning like right he's starting to you know like Tony Lip and then also to get these to have all these beautiful sentiments in his letters yeah that just come so effortlessly to him but he's got no one to say them to yeah he's got all of all of this feeling all of this emotion but he's on his own this like kind of ability to articulate absolutely absolutely But he's got no one to say it to. So he has to say it yeah. to his wife. And it's so heartbreaking. I think the film does such a good job um, of, yeah, really... And, the, the you know, the big kind of argument that they have towards the end when Tony's saying, you know, that he's blacker than Don Shirley yeah. because of the music that he likes and the food that he eats and stuff. And... Yeah, the, the, the kind of his outburst of how how lonely he is yeah. because his he race means that he doesn't fit in with the white people and his tastes mean that he doesn't fit in with the black people. So he's he is an island yeah. on his own. Um, and I think the letters did such a such a great job of you just get this sense all the way through every every everything that he's talking everything that he's he's telling him to write um just who's that to yeah and who's that for yeah and is that for a, 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 again it's that subtlety it's that deftness of touch yeah that i yeah that i love i think yeah. is, is really really nicely done yeah so yeah. i think yeah the letters were a, a very useful very clever way of getting a lot of character through whilst ostensibly just telling a story yeah well and also yeah i completely agree um but i also think that the letters did the great and and they're very good kind of metaphor in some ways for the whole film because they did a great job of getting a lot of humor in as well yeah there's so much humor from those letters there's so much heart and there's so much humor yeah and there's yeah so much kind of sadness as well because like you say you're like oh this is sad yeah (laughs) like sad that he doesn't have anyone to write to sad that he is so articulate and beautiful in his language but nobody will hear that yeah um but you know there's so much humor in that so and 
yeah there i feel like yeah it's a good tool of their relationship building mm. um as well but yeah so what was that that point was the letters the letters were a great a great device yeah in the script um whether it was true or not whether it was entirely fabricated like you say i, yeah. I don't care no <laughs> <laughs> yes um i think so yeah my last point then is um again it you're right and it's difficult to talk about films that you like because everything seems to be the same point or kind of the same it I was just good it all. yeah um but and i touched on this before but i think probably my favorite thing about the film was that it had it had a lot of heart and it had a positive message about like building bridges, building mm-hmm. relationships, having empathy, um, you know, the power of, of friendship. Mm. Um, yeah, and the power of kind of, yeah, growing, changing, being open to other people that are different from you and mm-hmm. all of that kind of stuff. And I know that it's, you know, it's easy to watch a film like that and be like, <sighs> cynical. Yeah. You know, well, yeah, it doesn't happen like that in real life. And it's more complicated than that and all of that. And it is. Mm. It's far, far more complicated. But isn't it just so lovely to see people be good? Mm. You know, we like you say with Oscar films in particular, you see the worst in humanity so often. Mm. And you see it in this film as well. Mm. But it's just, it's heartening. And it's, for me, it's like, it's, positive reinforcement it makes me feel like things can change Mm. we can be better Mm. whereas you know a lot of films that focus on um you know on the same issues on homophobia racism on class issues Mm. um will make me feel down you know i think oh aren't we all terrible isn't the world a terrible place isn't it awful that someone can treat someone else like that yeah and this film does do that but it lifts you up as well Mm. it is like yeah that happens and yeah there are assholes in the world but you know small things that people do can make the world better and i know i sound really cliche and like a bit groany at the moment but i just thought oh yeah i don't care if it's not realistic Mm. or it's not true sometimes i want to see a film that makes me think the world can be a better place Mm. and you know most importantly and most inspirationally is that it can happen at such a small level yeah it's just a friendship between two people that's all it is Mm. um you don't have to like march you don't have to change the world and change Mm. the law and change everything you know, you can just change yourself. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I really liked that about the film. I felt yeah. like I came away from it smiling because it made me laugh, mm. you know, crying because it made me cry. But Did it get you? ultimately, yeah, ultimately walking away feeling like, wasn't that a lovely story? Yeah. And I think, you know, yeah. I want to walk away from more films <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that. <coughs> um and you don't get it very often, or at mm. least not done very well. Yeah. And I thought this did that very well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So what was that point? That was, I like the message about connectivity nice. and like building yeah. bridges and relationships. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, and I'm going to 
<laughs> talk about similar things, but not really. But just in in my, you know, I always like to try and pick a moment yeah. in a film, and I think for me the moment was the ending. Um, I think it was a little bit, maybe a little bit trite, yeah. perhaps, but I feel like it had done such a good job of setting up the world and setting up their relationship that it felt really earned. Yeah. It it wasn't, you know, just schmaltzy for the sake of being schmaltzy. It yeah. really, yeah, I really felt like it was a, it was an earned moment. Um, and you know, as, as soon as, as soon as he, I mean, you know, there's, there's hints of it right at the start when he's like, we're going to try and make it back by yeah. Christmas Eve. You kind of get, oh, right. So maybe they, okay. Um, and the inherent kind of emotion that comes with Christmas yeah. is going to be played upon. But then as soon as he drops Tony off and he drives off into the snow, you're like, you know where it's going to go. Yeah. You know what's going to happen. And it's, again, it's, you know, apparently it was true or, you know, parts of it at least were true. But how perfect to have this kind of, this guy who is alone in the world, mm. who has has nobody, who better to be his foil than an Italian guy who has, everybody. you know, 50 members of yeah. family around and, you know, there's always, every, everything's always loud in his house and stuff. Um, and to get him, yeah, showing up at his door um, and him to be kind of welcomed in. Um, and... A, a little special mention for Linda Cardellini. Yeah, I was going to say. Who I think is great. Yeah, I, I, I kind of wish I'd made a, her one of my points because yeah. the more I think about it, the more I think she is kind of the heart of the film yeah. as well. She's, yeah, she was very good. Um, and again, paying off the letters <laughs> thing of her yeah. hugging him and saying thanks for the help with the letters. Um, yeah, I just think it was such a lovely... Such a lovely moment. It felt earned. It felt like it was the right way to finish it. And like you say, it it, it was it was a kind of a crystallization of the film because it did it. We even within that little scene, it I was crying because I was you know overcome with emotion, but I was laughing as well. Yeah. And it's it's that kind of big. It's yeah. it's a it's a big finish in that it's like you say it's a small finish. Yeah. It's just somebody opening his doors to somebody else at Christmas. Yeah. Boom. Oh, oh I'm always going again. Oh, oh. you soppy sod. Soppy bloody no, sod. I, I agree with you. I think, yeah. And I think it's it's just lovely to have something that makes you feel that way. Yeah. It doesn't come out that often. No. Um, And, yeah, I think you did a really good job. And, yeah, the ending is lovely. Mm. And it's, you know, it's all too perfect and it's all whatever. But I don't really care. Yeah, shut up. Even just going on the bloody Wikipedia, and uh, at the bottom of the Wikipedia page there's always the see also. The see also is Jim Crow Laws, which is, you know, fair enough. List of black films of the 2010s. And the third one's white saviour narrative in film. Like, oh, settle down. Do you think that's what it was? I think so. Because I feel like it's almost (laughs) like the other way. Well, they both kind of save each other. Yeah. It's not him coming in and, you know. And it's it's kind of the opposite because 
Don Shirley is the kind of the higher status character. Yeah. He's the higher class character. He's the higher... Yeah. It's... Yeah, I, I don't agree I don't... I think they save each other. I think they've both got a long way to go at the yeah. beginning of the film. Um, yeah. I... Yeah, I can... I can see why people would read it that way, but I, I think that's the a very cynical version. Yeah. I, I think that takes something away from it a bit, but you know, maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. And when we you know, when we're talking about unlikely sources for uh for some redemption here, uh on January the fourteenth, twenty nineteen, MBA Hall of Famer Kareem Abdul Jabbar uh published a piece in the Hollywood Reporter defending Green Book despite its alleged historical inaccuracies. Abdul Jabbar argued that, quote, while such discrepancies about the his- historicity of some of the depicted events may irk family members, they don't really matter because those plot details are about getting to a greater truth than whatever the mundane facts are. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. 100%, yeah. And it does say based on. Yeah. Let's all just take a chill pill here. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Everyone's like, well, that's not exactly what happened. Yeah. It's like, okay. Yeah. That's fine. That's allowed. Yeah. Like, this is an inspirational, cool story. Mm. And, and you know, somebody's made a good film out of it. Yeah. That's, you know. I think I'd, I'd feel no less strongly about that if it wasn't based at all on real things. No, exactly. Like yeah. If this is an entirely fictional yeah. story. I'm like, fine. Okay, yeah. great. It's, a it's good still story. a good story. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what did you give it in the end? Five. Five. Oh, my God. I gave it five, too. What were your points? My points were. What were your entirely distinct, <laughs> they, non-crossover so points? Different. <laughs> uh, my first point was M A. Mahershala. Mahershala. My second one was tone and humor. My third one was development of friendship. Um, yeah. <laughs> Using a tone and humor. <laughs> no, development of friendship is its own point. I have you know. Certainly. Uh, fourth point message what's wrong with me I'm getting drunk message about connections and positivity using tone no no. shush you and then finally (coughs) script which is also tone (laughs) and humour how dare you what were yours Uh, the script uh, was very strong, had enough quirks to lead us through what is quite an obvious story. Uh, the letters were a fantastic uh, plot device at teaching about character. Uh, the ending was uh, just beautiful. Uh, had a lightness of touch in terms of the tone and humour of the I film. See, yeah. uh, and then the performances, Mahershala and Vigo. And then maybe what's her name as well? And maybe yeah, Linda Cardellini. Let's throw her in there. The secret weapon good. of the film. I mean, obviously not the main driver. No. But she wasn't driving. She. We I don't even know whether she had her license even once in this film. Um, but you know, a very important part to the story, I think. Mm-hmm. So yeah, well done her. absolutely. Well done her. And she was very likable. I mean, she's, I wanted to go round there for dinner. Yeah, she's great, isn't she? Yeah, you just think, oh yeah. Even though she's about fifty years younger than Viggo Mortensen. Roughly, like, roughly fifty. Was about it? fifty. Yeah. I think he's rocking at about one o two at this stage. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So that was 
our spoiler-filled review of Green Book and what a wonderful experience it was for all concerned. Um, Tiffany B, mm. throughout it all, throughout this journey that we've been on, yeah, I feel like kind of bridging the gaps between us. <laughs> yes. What did we learn? What did we learn? We learned how to properly eat a pizza. <laughs> and how to, how does one properly eat a pizza, Tiffany B? They, they one you one I, would one would pick up the whole pizza. It has to be unsliced. Unsliced, yes. Yeah. It's just the whole pizza. A whole pie, as and they might say in this fold country. it over. Fold that over, baby. And just get it in your mouth. <laughs> just... That was hilarious and amazing. <laughs> and again, not focused on. It no, wasn't a big it thing. Was it was thing just a thing that he was doing. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, you know, as you might see another character, reading a book. Yes. Or brushing yeah. their hair. Yeah. Uh, and it was interesting that, uh, reading in the trivia, that... Uh, Viggo Mortensen had found out from family members that this was something that the real Tony Lip had done. Yeah. And he was begging Peter Ferret, like, we've got to have this in the film. Somewhere, yeah. And uh, apparently he was like, I don't know, because we've already had several <laughs> several comedy bits of, oh, isn't it funny how much he eats? He's <laughs> like, but seriously, do one more. Yeah. One more. But this one is the yeah. best one. I mean, that's like the most notable food image that I took away from it. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, it was just insane. And you'll log that in your book of notable yeah. food images yeah. from films. How to eat like an Italian. <laughs> Fold. <laughs> shove. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>